Hello, and <laughs> welcome. Oh, this is great. What a night we're having, Will. Will, how are you doing? How are you you're, doing, Will? You're obnoxious. Mm, only when MSU wins am I really, do I reach my full form? You're consistently the most obnoxious person I communicate with, like, on a daily basis. It's you. You're number one. Yes! Yes! I did it! I did it! <laughs> yes! I'm the Xavier Tillman of being horribly annoying to Will Hunter. Yes, I have done it. There you go. Yeah, how we, uh, how we, uh, we'll talk about it. You know what? We're going to talk about it. This is, of course, Locked on Spartans. My name is Will Hunter. I'm one of the hosts, Matt Sheehan, that <sighs> obnoxious voice you oh. hear <laughs> coming from the other uh, end of this podcast is the other host. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode. It is Friday, January 3rd, 2020. I almost just said 2019. I had to correct myself mid-year there. That was impressive. I absolutely would have ripped off a 2019. 100%. I will. I absolutely will at some point. Uh, yesterday when I was uploading the show, I wrote the wrong year uh, in the thing, so I had to go back and fix that. So it's still happening. Uh, thanks yeah. so much for tuning into today's episode. We are going to kind of jam in a bunch of stuff here. We'll talk about Michigan State beating Illinois. Uh, oh, yeah, they did. Beating the, the brakes off Illinois, which is, what's your favorite blowout? phrase beating the brakes off is one of my beating favorite. the brakes off is in, in no order the top three is beating the brakes off of uh run out of the gym mm. and um I, steamrolled is is a, yeah. a, a strong one too molly waft is on the outside <laughs> looking in but yeah it's, it's any four of those really uh are interchangeable those are all good i appreciate a good boat racing too <laughs> yeah bo- boat racing strong that that's squarely yeah. five yeah yeah um well, send us your uh, submissions for the best yeah. uh, way to describe uh, a molly whopping. Yeah, um, Michigan State jackhammers, Illinois. <laughs> jackhammers is brutal. That's, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it here for a segment, and then we'll use that to seamlessly transition into Michigan State taking on Michigan. We're going to preview that game they play mm-hmm. on Sunday. Whoop. Way too early. We'll talk about that, it sucks, uh, that yeah. game. It won't be the standard sort of preview. We'll talk about some stuff statistically because Michigan's a really good team. Yeah, um, they caught a few teams on vacation. That's I, I still maintain that take. I do too. Um, they had the resume of a number one overall team. They're not quite that good, but they're still good. Uh, we'll talk about it plenty here uh, in just a bit. But first, Matt. Will. Lean in. I need, you to, I need everyone to lean in. Real close. Right. Real, real close. Okay. Let me scoot my chair in. Okay. Yep. All right. Scoot all the way and okay. listen close. Yep. Xavier Tillman is back. 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 <laughs> back. Say it again. So Say it back. Nine more times. So nine more back. times. Back. Keep saying it. He's back. He is back. <laughs> back. Uh, that was like when you say, well, what is a... a just a prime Xavier Tillman game look like. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. he scores like 19 points, grabs uh, a bunch of rebounds, mm-hmm. gets some assists, blocks some shots, gets a steal, is really efficient, hits a three. What and about just turnovers, is, Will? Does yeah, he do turnovers in these games? Or, doesn't or no? tur- he doesn't turn it over, and he's oh. just all around the most impactful player on the court on both sides. Um, 
Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was (laughs) was, amazing. It it, it got to the point in the second half, like, he was just doing work in the paint. And it it came to the point in the second half, he hit, like, a spin move, put someone in a cyclone again, and I just let out a, oh, my God. Yeah. And my wife was like, what's wrong? (laughs) Tillman, he's he's, he's killing people right now. He knocked down a three. He took a dude off the bounce from the top of the key. He spun through in the post and made an acrobatic, athletic layup. Like when you or when I uh, and other people say, like, "Hey, Xavier Tillman's a first-round pick uh, and could play his way into the back end of the lottery," it's like it's with that kind of game in mind. And he was mm-hmm. kind of end of last oh, yeah. year. He was really stacking them on top of each other. Performances like that, maybe not so many blocks, or maybe he had career high in assists. So was playmaking a little bit more, but it's like that type of game where you just watch and you're like, yeah, that dude is the most impactful player on this court right now. He oh. is everywhere. It got to the point where I was wondering, oh, is he playing himself into the draft right now? Oh, boy. <laughs> Hope someone destroys this tape before they send it to the NBA scout <laughs> selfishly. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was unbelievable. And honestly, I'm, I'm looking at the box score. Obviously, we're minutes removed from watching the game. What player wearing green and white didn't have like a good game? I mean, I, I don't. I don't think there was any player that had a bad game. Yeah, Bingham, incredible. I mean, no points, but he was a monster on defense. Twelve, 12 rebounds. rebounds. <laughs> Gabe Brown absent in the first half. What does he do in the second half? Oh, just a little twelve point performance for you out there. Uh, Aaron well, he, Henry. He had he some had... interesting moments, but yeah. he was one rebound away from a double double. I mean, he was great. Kithier, scrappy. I thought he was awesome. Rocket Watts for him had a solid game. I mean, lawyer. He had one three-pointer. Yeah, that's not bad. We're going to take that. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, everyone that, you know, stepped on the court today in green and white, I thought had a great game. I mean, oh, and that Cassius fella, you know, 21 points, six assists, that, that four guy. rebounds. Yeah, whatever, you know. He does what he does, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, Foster Lawyer, seven points on four shots, just still efficient as hell. Mm. Just Love that's it. how he does a couple assists. He hit the rim on a free throw, though, so I'm a little worried about yeah. him. Yeah. I'm a little and, worried about him. And I liked how Rafter he was like, bet you dinner, he makes both of these. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> yeah, and he hits the rim. He's like, that's basically a miss for him. Yeah. Well, you you would have thought, if you if you weren't watching the game, you had your back turned to the TV, you would have thought Lawyer banked it off the shot clock on that first yeah. free throw that he hit by the way Raftery reacted. I I, I I love Bill too. I know. I, he's oh. he's the he's the greatest. And by all accounts, when you are on the road with him, like mm-hmm. he is the one like he drinks people under the table. Yes. And like, <laughs> still at his age, it's just like putting them back, telling stories, holding court, and it's just mm-hmm. everyone's favorite person. I just want to like hang I, out I with got him. to uh <laughs> I, I, I got to meet him briefly in, in Minnesota. I was walking yeah. uh to a store. Have I told the story on the podcast before? I don't know. Well, we're going for it anyway. So it, it's two sets of uh, automatic doors. First one's opens up. Second one's open up. And oh, oh my God, that's Bill Raffrey. I Straight up starstruck. Starstruck when I saw him. I was like, oh, Bill, I love you. He's <laughs> like, like, oh, well, that's that's very nice. Thank you. Like, can, can, can I can I have a picture with you? And I, I think it was his daughter with him. And uh, so, yeah, she, uh, she was like, oh, let, let me take I can take it for you, Dad. And uh, so, yeah, she took it. He was a super nice guy, great guy. And, yeah, just, just thanked him for everything he did. And I just kind of blacked out in the moment there. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, legend. Did you yell uh, onions? No, I didn't. I, 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 I stopped short of that. Embarrass yourself by yelling I, onions. I only told him that I love him. That's that's all I did. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I always enjoy whenever Michigan State gets him. Uh, it is great. Yeah, Aaron Henry, 
I thought it did a lot of things really well. Ha- first half. <laughs> yeah, had some sloppy moments where he turned it over for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, he's literally was like a handful of free throws away, which he generally makes. Um, yeah. Let me see what his free throw percentage going into the game was. 80%. So 80% going into the game. Yeah. Misses them all, uh, mm-hmm. including front ends of, of two one-and-ones. Um, so, you know, he goes like four for five on a typical night. Yeah. And, it lo- you know, 14 points, nine rebounds, two assists. Um, is li- you know, looks a little bit cleaner than 10 points on 12 shots. Sure. Well, what didn't help either was he had that missed wide-open layup in the middle of those two yeah. front-end misses. But he, he got himself a no-man's land. Like, at first you could tell he wanted to absolutely tear the rim off and throw it into the crowd. And then... I think he realized, like, oh, God, oh, no, I didn't take Michael's secrets tough before uh, this one. So, yeah, yeah so that happens. But uh, X put uh, put someone in a in a grave there. Uh, he sure did. Yeah, the one nice. time I stepped away from the television. Uh, for oh, you a missed bit. it. I missed it. I, I went to the kitchen to go uh, refill my water, come back, and, like, everyone's <laughs> losing their mind. I saw the replay, and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. <laughs> that was not nice. Yeah. Caught himself uh, a body. Um, I think it's fair to say mm-hmm. that Illinois played quite poorly. You think so? <laughs> you you think so? If you if, if I ran a sports book and I, you know, put odds on odds that Stephen Izzo will play today's game, I I would be lining up my casino with dynamite and blowing it up for demolition uh, tomorrow morning because <laughs> I would have had healthy odds on those yeah. <laughs> that a lot of people would have taken. So yeah, yeah they, I did they, not see a 20 point beating uh, on the horizon when I woke up this morning. No, they, they're a bad three point shooting team. They, for some reason, and mm-hmm. part of it was defensive strategy, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Illinois took 28 threes, <laughs> 28 threes, 28 threes. So what, what do you think they made like 11 or 12? Probably right. That, that, that seems reasonable for a D one yeah. team. Correct. A, cri- a crisp three makes oh oh three okay yeah so they're going to they're 274th and three point percentage going into the game they're mm-hmm. going to drop <laughs> uh yeah yeah considering that Cassius Winston uh has as many threes as your whole team did on the game when yeah. you're shooting 28 of them yeah, that's gonna that's gonna knock you down to the rankings there a little bit but hey uh-huh. and go oh, and what a fool am I what a fool am I to just lose all all sorts of sleep on Mr. Cockburn uh <laughs> Pending in today's game. What I mean, the, the defense was great. I mean, they, they had Bingham on him, Kithier on him, and, of course, there was, like, a little bit of help whenever he got the ball. I thought the game plan was fantastic by the way he defended him. I was right about Tillman guarding the four. I was wrong about Bingham and Kithier's ability to kind of keep him at bay for a little bit there. So that was uh, a very, very delightful sequence of events. I tried to tell you. Yeah, you did. You did. So... It worked uh, out. Yeah, it was and great. that's the other thing. He can get into a, a, a spot of foul trouble. He doesn't play big minutes. Coburn, he's averaging like 25 or something like that. He's not – he gets tired quick. He sits a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think you kind of saw why. He had nine rebounds, six were on the offensive glass. You kind of got to see like, yeah. oh, I could see how he could take over. But, yeah, there are <laughs> right. ways to certainly play him off the floor mm-hmm. uh, with more athletic guys, smaller – uh, even someone like Bingham, who can stretch out to the perimeter a little bit, although it's been 17 years since Marcus Bingham hit a three, I think. Okay, th- okay, thank you for saying it, because I, I don't want to be the bad guy in saying it. I I would, okay, I would like him to maybe not shoot those two three-pointers today. However, 
he was playing so good on every other fast of the game. It's like, okay, let's reward the guy. Like, yeah, chuck him up, dude. You got it streaming. Come on, just heave him. Let's go. <laughs> there was a, a lid on the on the basket for him today, but he found a bunch of ways to impact the game. Five block shots is awesome. Twelve rebounds. Uh, going up against the guy primarily, and it wasn't just Bingham. Like Michigan State rebounded as a team really well. You can just look at. Henry's rebounding numbers and be like, yeah, he was obviously making an impact on the glass. Uh, Gabe Brown grabs four rebounds as well, you know, so it's good to get that kind of rebounding from the wing. You need to rebound as a team against a team like Illinois. They did, but Bingham grabbed uh, 12 rebounds, nine on the defensive end. Like, that's fantastic. Couldn't have really gone better for no. him in that aspect of the game. Do you want me to give you the stat that uh, is kind of sad? What's the stat that's kind of sad? Then we gotta move on. He hasn't made a three since the Duke game. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 for six cents. I, I, I yeah. just, I got curious. I had to look it up how long it's really been. But uh, yeah, yes. so Bingham, uh, definitely the best game of his career so far. Let's just end that with a stat about how bad his three point shooting's been. I feel, <laughs> I, I feel like a jerk now. I feel mean. not. That was not the best game of his career. Uh, ooh, uh I don't know. I, I thought he was just that good on the boards and that good on defense. Where that I mean, he was, was really good against Binghamton. He was really good against Eastern Michigan. Ten yeah, points. but I know. the problem is, is like that's it's Binghamton and that's also Eastern Michigan. That's yeah, yeah. Also, um, I'm I, I've had enough of, and no one said anything yet. But like, it's mm-hmm. the, the Foster lawyer crowd, the anti Foster lawyer crowd. It's time to take a rest, just for a minute. You know, maybe mm. you can pipe back up. We'll see. PSA. Um, but I think it's just time to let's just quiet down for just a little bit. You know, be happy that you have someone who can be that efficient and take some minutes off Cassius Winston's plate. He's made nine of his last eleven three pointers. I mean, come on, people. This is pretty good. <laughs> it's okay. It's pretty good, uh, and he makes every single free throw he takes, which is a fantastic thing to have on your basketball team. It's not bad. We'll take it. Yeah. All right. We'll pause for a sec. We'll come back and we'll talk about um, the 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 other team. Some game. Yeah, Some game. I don't, know. The, I don't Whatever. They suck. Sure do. Always have. Always will. That was a little bit rude of us hmm. to end the segment that way. I would argue that we should have been <laughs> ruder. I, I don't know what you're talking about. But. Well, I. it's just going to be... It's going to be really strange because mm-hmm. it is January 2nd. Right. And there are a lot of Michigan fans who are having to try and sell their national championship tickets for the football game that they bought yes. at the beginning of the season. And they probably don't realize that basketball has started. Correct. It, yeah. Playing against a team, a rival where the fans don't even know that the game's happening is. Yeah going to be strange but whatever i'll I'll trash talk on twitter in in doing abyss and when they check uh my um timeline in march they'll uh they'll get all butthurt then so yeah Yeah. well (laughs) until then though until then it'll be nice ah the uh university of michigan despite their fans disinterest uh has a good basketball team they're fun. yeah yeah they're they're good when they're playing in the Bahamas and catching uh, other teams on vacation. <laughs> I mean yeah I mean no it's a good team against a very solid North Carolina team that's definitely panned out to their top ten ranking uh, throughout the year. Certainly. Um, they also I don't know what else to say with other than that. 
Kept they, it close against Louisville. Only lost, they, they didn't lose by 16 points that game. Kept it within uh, 16, so that was a good one. Looked good against the Illinois team. Uh, kept it within single digits for that game. And then uh, protected a good home court against a uh, Pac-12 Oregon team. So, yeah, no, good team we got in our hands uh, coming into East Lansing on Sunday. They beat Gonzaga by 20. Gonzaga just got off the pool. Yeah, they were were just tanning for the better part of five hours before the game, I can imagine. If you've been to Atlantis, the last thing I want to do at Atlantis is go to a basketball court and play the game of basketball. Michigan was also there. Mm -hmm. No, but they they stayed in Florida and they flew in for every game. They didn't (laughs) actually stay in Atlantis. Um, Don't ruin my narrative, Will. Don't ruin this. Come on. (laughs) Michigan shot 52% from three uh, that game. So... I would just really love if they couldn't do that on Sunday. That would just make me smile. Yeah, they're uh, unfortunately they're a pretty good shooting team. Uh, so Michigan mm-hmm. overall in Ken Palm, number twelve in adjusted efficiency, twenty-two on offense, twenty-three on defense. That's pretty well balanced. Uh, middle of the pack in tempo. Uh, they are. I don't. They, they shoot the ball really well. They're number six in effective field goal percentage, number sixteen in three point percentage, number nine in two point percentage, seventy three in free throw. They're they're a really good shooting team. They don't turn it over. They, they've never ever turned it over because it's just kind of how they play. Yeah. Um, but they stink on the glass and they don't get to the free throw line. So they need to make shots to win. That's their mo. Um. <laughs> Fortunately for them, they got a lot of guys that can make shots, but they also haven't played <laughs> a ton of really great teams. So I think it's easy to shoot well against Houston Baptist and Presbyterian. Um, against Illinois, they struggled. Against Louisville, they scored 43 points. Against Oregon, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, Oregon's a good team. Oregon has a, an elite offense. Oregon is not good on defense. They're they're just kind of, they're solid um, and again, Michigan wasn't great against them. So, like you alluded to, Matt, well, they have struggled um, against good teams in the continental United States. Yes, <laughs> in the continental United States, they have struggled against yes. good teams with good defenses. Hmm. Um, Shame. And Michigan State is a good team with a good defense. So it's while Michigan is a good team, this is certainly going to be a huge test for them. And so far they're kind of one in three, uh, if you will, in their kind of test type games. Although they did beat Iowa, uh, in an absolute bananas game. That was 103. To oh 91. yeah. Wasn't that like 212 to 211 or something, <laughs> something like, that? like yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Not uh, Iowa. I love mm-hmm. this. I love this Iowa team. I obviously Fran always sure. great. Iowa is the number three offense in the country, the number 93 defense. Like they are going to, and they play wow. at a fast pace on offense. <sighs> They're going to be fun this year to watch. Iowa, yeah. yeah. Sounds like it. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, this is absolutely going to be a massive test for Michigan. Um, now, are they with or without Livers for this game? That's important because Isaiah Livers, Matt, mm-hmm. is shooting 50% from three. That's be- that's better than Illinois. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't um, know much about numbers, but I know that that's a higher number than what we just saw today. He's taking five three-pointers a game and is shooting 50%. Okay, fine. You know what? I'll give it to him. That's that's yeah. okay. That's um, fine. Soft I- rims at Chrysler Arena. That's uh yeah. 
He's. I don't think he's playing though. Last I saw, he wasn't. Gotcha. Um, here, let me. Well, see. there's no way a team in this rivalry can win okay. a game with a starter injured, right? There's just no possible way that could ever no, happen. That would right? never happen. I'm gonna knock on so much wood once we're done recording. Just heads up. I want to disclose that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say that's what I thought. Livers is out indefinitely, so. Oh okay. Yeah, I oh, thought it was a definitely. pretty. So yeah, because Brandon Johns, there's been like chatter like, okay, time for Brandon Johns to step up. Uh, I see. Um, so yeah, they're missing livers. That's gonna hurt. Uh, but Xavier Simpson is somehow shooting forty percent from three. Now, okay, I, I'm not tuned into Michigan basketball like uh, you know other people. I, th- that that's the most insane development of of all time, right? <laughs> I mean that that's got to be crazier than beating the brakes off of North Carolina and Gonzaga in back to back days. Is this kid becoming? A north of 40% three-point shooter, right? Yeah, his shooting was so bad over the first three years of his career that he developed a jokey sky hook. Yes, a, a eight-foot runner hook shot. <laughs> an eight-foot which... running hook shot as a six-foot tall person. <laughs> Miraculously That's... worked until he played teams against uh, that wear green and white. But other than that, it was, it was solid. I mean, I got to yeah. give it to him. He was that bad at shooting the basketball as a guard from the deep, from deep. And now he is a really efficient player, a really good shooter, and shooting 40% from three. Does I he hook it from three or no? That's See, I don't know. I, I've, I've seen them play a couple times. I haven't seen him hook it from three. Okay. But it's, uh, it's very possible. It's on the table. It's on the table. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's shooting it well. If you ask me, mm-hmm. I think it's an anomaly. Okay, I'm just going to knock on wood for you right now. We're, we're just going to take care of this right now. His free throw shooting still bad. And I, I don't think he's that much improved. Maybe it oh, holds. Oh, got 66%, he sh- yeah. He shot 30%. or thirty. He's shot in 33 pointers this year. If he misses his next, like, four shots, or if he misses his next, like, yeah, four or five shots, he's going to be down mm-hmm. to the low 30s, like where he usually is. So, Gotcha. It's still a small sample size, but, you know, they, they are – kind of chock full of guys who can shoot and that's something that Michigan State is going to absolutely have to defend um, yeah. Michigan gets a decent amount of points uh, from the perimeter they take a decent amount of threes uh, not as much as they probably should given how proficient they are at it on offense but yeah pretty much everyone out there except for Teske can shoot it and Teske does a little bit he's 27% from three um, mm-hmm. DeJulius shoots it Eli Brooks shoots it um, Franz Wagner Shoots it a little bit too. So, like, you know, it's just a, a team of <laughs> guys that can shoot it and then tall dudes that don't. <laughs> yeah, tall guys with uh, nine years of eligibility, uh, apparently. John, yeah. John Teske and I entered college the same time. Like, how on earth is he still playing basketball? This is crazy to me. I think he might end up being this year's um, Perry Ellis. Yeah, Perry like, Ellis or like Ethan Happ. Yeah, uh, was another good one. Yeah. Of course, Aaron Kraft. I mean, you got to say that. Yep. Yeah, there's a Absolutely guy every year to. that everyone's like, wait a second. It could right. very well be John Teske this season. Yeah, I mean, God, it was McQuaid and Goins last year. <laughs> if we're, <if> we're <laughs> going to be honest about it. If it was McQuaid was one of those guys. Even I was like, wait a second. Matt McQuaid's yeah. still here. Right. <laughs> All right, let's uh, put a pin in this real quick. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about this game. Uh, Michigan defensively, some things they do, and just kind of a little bit broader perspective from this game as well. Okay, so we did a bunch on Michigan's offense. Defensively, uh, they do a decent job limiting shooting. 
They do not force any turnovers. They do not foul, and they're kind of mediocre on on the glass. So, me likey, me likey. There, um, it's always nice to play a team that fouls a lot. But if mm-hmm. Michigan's not gonna, I don't think put Michigan State on the free throw line. You know, it's basically Michigan State's gonna have to get second chance points and shoot it well, and that's something that they are perfectly capable of doing, Matt. That sounds like a job for one of Thomas Kithier to uh, get some <laughs> offensive rebounds and get a second chance points by swinging it to the outside. Yeah, to whoever's open uh, on, on the three. So yeah, yeah. So and we'll see what kind of lineups they run out there uh, without livers. Uh, Xavier Simpson is going to play a lot with Eli Brooks, and he's going to play a lot with uh, David DeJulius. Um, and you might even see all three of those guys at the, on the court at the same time. They're all six foot tall and mm-hmm. not you know, large people. So we'll see how Michigan tries to match that up. Maybe you see more Franz Wagner and he just hasn't, I, I don't know, adjusted, I guess, quickly coming over. Um, I know. was told he's a top three pick next year by multiple sources. So <laughs> I was told he was the biggest recruiting get and the history of recruiting gets. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just not uh, an impact. Would you take right yet. now? Prime LeBron James, prime LeBron. <laughs> like I'm talking Miami heat LeBron. Franz Wagner today. Who, who do you take? Um, it's tough, mm-hmm. but I th- think I'm gonna take Franz. Ooh, yeah. wow, you got it's it. It's close. Yeah, there was just a correct answer to that, and you got it. The upside is just unlimited. Tantalizing. Tantalizing. Yes. yes. Um. So. Yeah, defensively, we know Xavier Simpson is good, but he's undersized, and you can kind of do some things um, and get him in switches. Same with the other guards they've got there, and without livers, mm-hmm. that's a solid perimeter defender that they're going to be missing. And you know, Brandon Johns hasn't played a ton; is going to be asked to play uh, a lot more with livers out, and it's I don't know, kind of hard to go to Breslin and play basketball. Uh, especially if you're an inexperienced sophomore who's still trying to get adjusted to the college game and doesn't really play much? I would say so. I mean, I, I've never played in front of 16,000 rabid fans at Breslin Center. I would imagine it's tough, though. Yeah. I, that's just my non-expert opinion. Yeah, so Michigan does some things. They're going to be a solid team. I, I think this game could, like, Ken Palm has it 77-70, to 70, which kind of feels about right maybe it ends up 80 to 70 83 to 71 but I, I think we could see uh some points aplenty in this one Matt and gosh how that'll be how many wins in a row for Michigan State more than I can count uh, I mean come on dude I, I went to MSU for journalism I, I don't do math <laughs> please I refuse to count to four Ooh. but just outright refusal Michigan State moved up to uh, number four in Ken Palm <laughs> Hey now. Yeah, number Where two on before? offense after that game. Are you ready Where? for an update? Uh, oh, sure. Foster Lawyer's offensive rating still at 150. Oh! Get at me. Mm. Yeah, Xavier Tillman was MV. His offensive rating, Tillman's, was 170 for that game. It's freaking incredible. That's that's going to win you some games sometimes. That's yeah. going to win you some games. Um, <laughs> poor Bashan Shvili. <laughs> it was the worst basketball game I've ever seen from him. <laughs> that... <anyone. sighs> It did get to the point where I felt bad for him. Yeah, that that does not happen often. So, um, let me check the time here. We're kind of running towards the end of the show. Do you have any? I'm having so much fun, though. Yeah. Oh man, this is a great night. 
Do you have any hot takes you want to get out there? Anything you want to get off your chest? Uh, no, I think I got all my hits off uh, in the all second right. segment there. Yeah. Over, uh, under, oh, which one's going to be higher by the end of the season? Mm-hmm. Juwan Howard wins over Michigan State. Okay. Or Juwan Howard uh, publicly committing NCAA violations. It's got to be the violations, right? I mean... It's one nothing right now. Yeah, right. I, I feel like we're just getting started. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that then. Isn't it like? It's one of my favorite things in the world. The of a guarantee is a sun rising in the morning. Yes. I I don't even know what you're talking about because you keep interrupting me. I I pause I'm good for at effect. That. I pause for effect. Oh, okay. Sorry. We've done like 300 podcasts together in our life. You'd think we'd have some chemistry by now. Yeah, so we're halfway there. Yeah, <laughs> 600 is where I really start clicking. That, that's when the engine <laughs> is really humming. So. No, I just, I love that Michigan fans, what's like, mm-hmm. when they're talking about a lot, after a loss to Ohio State, mm-hmm. when Michigan fans are talking about the SEC in football, mm-hmm. when they're, you know, making excuses and, and doing their whole thing. Yes. What is one of the very first things that they will point out? Recruiting. What specifically about recruiting? Oh, I mean, God, there's so many. I, the, the the latest hit is uh, just the talent gap. <clears throat> one day you're gonna like get it. One day I'm gonna set something up and you're gonna realize mm-hmm. where I'm going and you're gonna. I knew s- halfway through that you're I was gonna, not gonna say get the it. right thing. Mm-hmm. They cheat. God, yeah, it was right in front of me. Shoot. Come on, Matt. And you <laughs> we're talking about Juwan Howard. Where you know you how many recruiting excuses I see on Twitter, like on a weekly basis in the last, like, ever since Thanksgiving? <laughs> like, I've, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of different ones. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to take this one myself. Take, take the keys, Will. God. Go for it, bud. You're doing a great job. <laughs> it is wonderfully rich that Michigan fans when things are going wrong for any of their sporting teams specifically the one they actually care about Mm -hmm. the first thing they point to is cheating the other team is cheating you're cheating John U. Bacon write this book about how the other teams (laughs) cheat we're playing an unfair game everybody cheats let's hire Juwan Howard yeah the symbol one of these symbols the beacon one of the beacons for cheating in college basketball and the University of Michigan. Come on down. Yeah. I will say, I have no problem with anything the Fab Five did. They should have gotten paid more money. Juwan jo- Howard should have been going to class with a million dollars in his pocket. Mm. But, I see. but I, but I am not being sanctimonious about the fact that schools pay players and my school would never do that, except for we just hired one of our uh, improper benefit receiving former players as head coach of our second biggest sports uh, program. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that ch- checks out. Yeah. That is uh, enjoyable and delicious irony. And just is if you ask me, like, well, why do you dislike a lot of things that Michigan does? I'd be like, well, they complain about cheating and then they hire. The, the, the someone who cheated. 
amongst uh, only 4,782 other things. But yeah, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that would be one of the reasons. Yeah, so, yeah, I'd say so. Let's. Nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to Sunday. I think. I think I'm looking forward to it. Do I? Am, am I looking forward to it? I think so. I think it just with the timing of it and Liver's injury and and Michigan State's kind of form right now. They're playing well. Yeah. Um, you know, Michigan. I guess is whatever. They've lost three of their last six. Hit a little bit of a rough patch, and played Presbyterian and UMass Lowell, which is obviously a couple of cupcakes. So buzzsaws. You know, they haven't had a good go of it against good teams of late. So just the, I, I like, God. I feel good about Michigan State uh, being able to handle themselves uh, in this spot. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, you, do you get wound up for games before the games or, or no? No. Okay, because like... I was a complete basket case uh, before <laughs> the Michigan at Michigan State game to end the season uh, oh. last year, the, the regular season. I, I didn't eat food until 7.30 at night. I <laughs> I was just in the basement just throwing darts for five hours because that's what I do Like when I get anxious. I just yeah. go down there. I woke up. I, I almost just performed Tommy John surgery <laughs> on myself the next morning. I I was starving. I was in pain. I oh. But I was so happy, no. so blissful. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I usually uh, with sports, I just get like excited. I just I, I always good for like, you. Yeah, wow, like, that's nice. Just like come on, game. I'll do a little bit of come on, game. Get here stuff. Yeah. But other than that, I'm usually just excited unless I'm unless it's football because I'm either a covering football or b it's mm. football. Ah, yes. <laughs> and it's been a few years. Know that all too well. <laughs> it's been a few years since we've had a game to uh, get worked up over. I'm glad we got the sneak football sadness into this into this podcast episode. That, that that makes it 47 episodes in a row where we got to do that. That's good. I've got on my wall little etch marks uh, <laughs> for every good. single show that has it's just mm-hmm. a football sadness chart yes. tracker. And yep, the the check doesn't clear uh, until we, <laughs> we mention um, how abysmal football has been for uh, Michigan State University. But dang it, glad we did it. That's going to do it for today's show. Thanks so much for joining us on Locked on Spartans. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Mm. Matt, take us home. Gold Green, let's get it done Sunday, fellas. Come on, let's have ourselves a weekend. See you Monday.